now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello and welcome to Shout Out. I'm Ali Shielden. And I'm Steffi Barnett. On today's show, we catch up with Allard from Brigstow. Uh, Stefan Hans catch up with Lucy Clark from Trans Radio UK, or Truck for short. And Kirstree returns this time with the life of Roberta Lowe. All coming today, right here on the fabulous Shout Out that is. I just remembered. I was going to change that backing, wasn't I? I haven't got around to doing it yet. Oh, I will. Yeah. Well, what a surprise. And yeah. hey, fabulous. Using the word fabulous, your feather boa must be must be triggering something within your inner gay, Andrew. <laughs> did I say fabulous? Did I? What did I say fabulous? You did. Oh, the, the fabulous, fabulous show. Or should it be fabulous? Fabulosa. Oh, yeah, that's Polari. It is. Yeah. Yeah, Terry speaks a lot, Polari. Oh, Bonus of Ardio, Tony LD. Yes. See, I knew. Sounds like Welsh. <laughs> don't don't tell like the Welsh, Welsh that. That's horrible. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Off minority. We do apologise to our Welsh us. listeners. If I just insulted the whole, the, every listener on Turquoid Radio. Some people oh, yeah. Some people I think you should apologise, Stephanie. Well, everyone's ears are different. And don't forget, I am Bristolian. Yeah, I know. We don't understand <laughs> you half the time, so yeah. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, Pat show coming up. And clocks have gone forward. Look, nice and light. They have. Oh, yeah. So, and it's hot. Hot. now is the hour forward. gone forward? It has gone forward, it, I, yeah. Um, although, brace yeah. yourself, it might snow next week, which is not a lie. <laughs> it <Ooh>. might. <laughs> That's no good for evening cruising, is it? (laughs) (laughs) And there you are, sat there with your bikini on, Terry, and um, it could be snowing. You need your fur coat back out. It's only because he's jealous of your string vest, Steffi, you know. Well, it was it was Terry who bought it for me. It was, yeah, it was a Christmas present. Weren't we like? I'm sure at one point we were talking about having designer um, string vests with been like the shout out well, logo unusual, sprayed on the back. Unusual fetishes, I think it came it came from, didn't it? And there are some very uh, unusual ones. I know. So. Um, with you, with you lot, that's not radio safe. Probably not. Yeah, quite very true. I mean, yeah, I mean, the things you find out when you do radio with people for years, hey, Steph? <laughs> Indeed. 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 Uh, anyway, um, yeah, Pat Show coming up today. Um, we got all sorts going on. Brigstow's back again. Um, they, they were here last week, but that was for a bit of a special announcement, and they're back with their monthly this week, aren't they? They are. Right. They have a monthly. Good organisation. Yes. Um, does a monthly. And, and, and now you see why I said. UK. Yeah, and now you see why I said we're going trucking. So. That oh. was a glass <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you wish. Trans Radio UK. I'd love to drive a truck, actually. Um, I bet and, you um, would. And yeah, Queer Street's carrying on with Roberta Lowe. Interesting story. Yes, um, so yeah, interesting. Like 
That's uh, coming up a little Especially bit later Especially seeing on. its um, Trans Day of Visibility today. Um, well. Obviously, um, we're recording on Trans Day of Visibility. The show goes out yeah. um, tomorrow. Yeah. And then again several other times. Yeah, yes, yeah all weekend, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> in case you don't Can't get enough of us. That's you know. good. That's good. <laughs> Uh, and, and if you really like the sound of Steph's voice, she's also on Mondays and Tuesdays and Thursdays and Fridays and Saturdays, <laughs> Sunday, all on BCFM. <laughs> Different stations, yes. <laughs> Steph <laughs> FM. <laughs> or just Steph M. Steph M stereo. <laughs> yeah, that, that would make, make, for, make for a good little radio station, that would. Yeah, I got on to uh, Radio Academy as well today for TDOV, which was uh, very... Uh, um, very humbling. Oh, brilliant. Sounds good. Representing the industry, that's what we like to know. Yes. Anyway, um, whether we're it talking was... about trans people in the industry, were they? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Cool. Well, whether it was yesterday for you or a few days ago, or if you're listening on the podcast a few months down the line, um, happy uh, Trans Day Visibility, everyone. Um, I mean, like we said last it week, does. I think every day should be you know visible for trans people. Like it should be it for, is for you, because uh, I'm right in front of you. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> l- 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 luckily, at the moment, while we're in lockdown, I can actually just press pause and you stop. <laughs> I'm like a rash all over you, Mr. Shelton. <laughs> uh, anyway, right, let's um, let, let's go catch up with Ali. We'll be back in a minute. My five on shout out. Hi, and welcome to the April edition of the Brigstone My Five. It's me, Ali, again. I hope you are all safe and well, and more importantly been enjoying the recent sunshine we've been having which has been absolutely lovely so yesterday was trans day of visibility and all of us have to continue to be better especially if we're cis and we're white as well um you know it's up to us really to show our support engage in those important conversations and to protect the trans rights trans rights should not be up for discussion and to all of our trans siblings wherever you are from Brookstow and from me personally I and we hear you we see you and you are valid um, but really really we have a lot more work to do um, and we need to ensure as the whole LGBT Q plus community. We are raising the voices of everybody and every letter within that community and not just a privileged few. So I want to talk to you today about some events that are coming up. So in September, um, the Bristol 10K is going to be happening and Brigstow are turning 25 this year and we would like to have 25 runners for 25 years. So if you are interested in running the 10K for Brigstow, then get in contact with us. Uh, We would love to hear from you and to welcome you part of our epic running team that is being collated at the moment and so do get in touch you can slide into our dms or you can just um drop us an email at info at brookstow.org and just pop bristol 10k in the subject matter and 
The next thing that we have coming up is going to be a virtual quiz night. Now, this is going to be happening on Friday, the 9th of April. Um, so just before the easings of restrictions. Um, and it's going to be happening between 7 and 10 in the evening. And it's going to be one of Miss Jam Tart's infamous quizzes that she has been running regularly throughout lockdown, raising nearly £2,000 uh, for local elders. LGBTQ plus causes um, so she's decided to do one for Brigstow and we couldn't be more thrilled and excited to have her fabulousness um, introduce everybody direct into your living rooms um, so pop onto our Facebook all of the details of the event are on there or contact Miss Jam Tart on Facebook and Instagram um, and you can message her directly so it's £2 per person you can have a team so if you're in a household or if you are part of a work network and you all want to join um, you can be part of a team but it's £2 per person um, we'll be having a a raffle at the same time and that's one pound a ticket so you can send all of that through via um miss jam tarts paypal um which is paypal.me slash miss jam tart write a message in your paypal message with your team name and how many spaces you want and how many raffle tickets you'd like um, we have some amazing prizes up for grabs um free tickets to uh, some drag shows and um, some bar tabs um um, vouch uh, some online vouchers it's going to be a really really great night all whilst raising money for us at Brigstow to ensure that we can keep our local HIV services more prominent than ever so like I said we've got lots going on all of it is on our social media though so do tune in and follow us on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter. All of the information is on there. And definitely just slide into our DMs, drop us an email, call us if you want to know more. Um, but until then, carry on hopefully enjoying this sunshine. Have a fabulous bank holiday weekend, everybody. And hopefully I get to see you all very, very soon. Thank you. Take care. Bye. If you have a story you could tell in five minutes, get in contact. Visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Diversity. This is Bristol's BCFM 93.2. Shout out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Uh, Brian Ferry. And uh, let's stick together. Uh, as we were saying off air before, very appropriate for the hot weather. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, what a banger. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, um, didn't Canned Heat do that first before Brian Ferry? Um, Not that I know of, Stefan. No, I haven't don't heard so. It sounds a little Canned Heaty, though, doesn't it? I'm sure I've got a version by Canned Heat. Really? Yes. Gosh. Yeah. 
I'll bow to your superior wisdom, Stuffy. Well, yeah. Play it um, on your next program. After the news, I'll let you know because I'll look through my <laughs> library and check. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Roxy Music, Roxy, I, I, I was, uh, I was thinking they're uh, contrary, a very sort of queer band. Although I think that most of their members were heterosexual. Uh, it was uh, Brian Eno, wasn't it? Was in Roxy Music as well for a while, and he's quite um, fluid in his presentation. Mm. Okay, well, lots Steph. of makeup in the seventies. You are you are correct. It was recorded by yes. County in nineteen seventy. Yes. It's actually ah. a nineteen sixty two song, rhythm and blues uh. song by Wilbert Harrison. Ah, I'm not yes, going to comment. Got, <laughs> I've got uh, the County version in my library. Yeah, uh, brilliant. Anyway, um, if we are ready, um, uh, the lovely Master Terry, uh, would you be so kind as to give some news headlines? You can call me master whenever you like. <laughs> Good evening, this is Shout Out News on Thursday the 1st of April. The National Health Service's Gender Clinic for Young People has been criticised in a report published by BBC News, which at some length investigates long-term issues with the service. External reports have suggested that the service is facing a crisis, partly due to the large increase in numbers of young trans people coming forward and in need of assistance. The number of children and young people referred to the service grew from 97 in 2009 to 697 five years later. Regrettably, targets for consultations have been missed and recommendations that the service cap its intake of people have not yet been taken up. The full story is available to see on the BBC News website. Well, a fifth night of protest here in Bristol against the government's plans for large new powers against the right to protest went off peacefully. BBC News reported that Avon and Somerset police officers were able to speak to protest organisers on this occasion and a conciliatory attitude on both sides prevailed. Meanwhile, Ujima Community Radio here in the city spoke to participants and found concern that the state was acting irresponsibly by clamping down on a fundamental British human right to protest. BBC Radio 5 Live reports that the English Football League has for the first time appointed a female referee to officiate at a man's game. Rebecca Welsh, who is 37, will be in charge for Bank Holiday Monday's League 2 match between Harrogate and Port Vale. She said she was delighted to take on the task and added that while she had never really considered herself a trailblazer for women's equality in sports, she had come to accept the accolade much more during the last couple of years. The Harrogate and Port Vale match should be covered by the BBC Radio 5 Sports Channel and by BBC Sports on cable television. The club drug GHB, which is popular in some of the heavier S&M and leather rubber parts of the gay male scene, is to have its classification changed from Class C to a Class B drug. BBC Radio 4 says that its upgrading to a more serious issue comes as a result of its use in a number of rapes and murders amongst heterosexual club goers as well as on the gay scene. There will be harsher penalties for people found in possession of the drug. Remembering the Queen of Hearts is the headline on Gossip Magazine Hello this week as the magazine marks the year that will see the 60th anniversary of the birth of Diana, Princess of Wales. 
Next year is the quarter century of her untimely death. Wikipedia says that Diana remains a firm favourite amongst LGBTQ people and that she is deserving of the accolade gay icon. Her work towards destigmatizing people living with AIDS during some of the harshest years of the pandemic continues to resonate today. And even after she stepped down from many charitable causes during the final years of her life, she remained committed to her patronage of the National AIDS Trust. One Body, One Faith, the LGBTQ Christian network formed from the merger between the old lesbian and gay Christian movement and Changing Attitude UK has now grown with the formal merger with another organisation, Accepting Evangelicals. The latter organisation has for more than 20 years worked with often conservative denominations of Protestant Christianity to grow a space for LGBTQ people to be themselves. Now, Accepting Evangelicals board has decided that it continued to campaign from within the One Body, One Faith group. There'll be more choice for LGBTQ radio listeners in the northeast city of Newcastle from June when a new DAB multiplex is to be switched on. A multiplex on DAB can carry dozens of stations and the Newcastle small-scale service is the first of a new series of transmitters that will be dedicated to non-profit, local and small-scale radio services. On the Newcastle multiplex will be Pride Radio, a local service which also has an FM frequency, plus Glitterbeam, who offer a wide range of LGBTQ programming. Between them, these services will cater for the gay, trans and non-binary communities of the city in crystal clear digital stereo. And finally, it's Easter weekend. Here in the UK, the occasion of a double bank holiday as we mark Good Friday and Easter Monday off. Which shout out, we send out greetings to LGBTQ Christians everywhere as the holiday marks the most important liturgical date in the Christian calendar. For most, although not all denominations of Christian, Easter is the commemoration of the crucifixion of Jesus of Nazareth and his subsequent resurrection from the dead. Again, most but all group, not all groups of Christian under the broad banner of Christianity believe Jesus to have been the son of a single God. Traditional foods include fish on Good Friday. What better excuse? for a fish and chip supper you say and lamb on easter sunday festivities vary according to what part of the world you live in but we hope that here in the uk you have great weather and don't forget to protect people by still practicing that social distancing for these news stories in further detail and much much more you can always check out our website at shoutoutradio.lgbt for shoutout news i've been terry Starr. <laughs> Shout out news, national and international LGBT news for you. Shout out LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. God, I haven't heard that one in a while. That's a Coldplay and a Paradise. It's um, it's very really para- paradisically warm in here. Is that how you'd say it? Something like that, isn't it? I don't know. Have you just made that up? <laughs> you might have done. Yeah, I don't think there's such a word, Andy. Oh, okay. You failed there off now. Uh, well, my rules. It exists now. I said it. There you go. We can make it as a new Polari word. We can yeah. extend the Polari vocabulary. Hey, have you just realised we're going to be broadcasting uh, Newcastle now, then, Terry? 
Mm. We're going to so be on DAB in Newcastle because we're on yes. Glitter Beam. So, hey! Well, well, we're friends so at Glitter Beam, yeah. We, uh, uh, a big hello to you if you're listening on this beam. We need someone with a northeastern accent on the show now, then. Well, that rules you out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'm already skilled in the southwest. Very. <laughs> George, so does that mean accent, we're, yes. we're going we're to educate them about about Bristolian accents? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Can you imagine a Bristolian and a Geordie? Ain't gonna happen, is it? You're never gonna understand each other. (laughs) Anyway, um, sorry, mate. We 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 need to move on. We're we're running so far behind at the moment. Um, Ignore me. Don't worry. um, This is your piece, uh, trucks. Yeah, uh, we interviewed uh, Lucy Clark and um, Trans Radio UK are doing something absolutely special for the trans community. And uh, you'll find out now. Well, with continuing lockdown, mental health issues are obviously on the rise. And even when the COVID-19 lockdowns have completed, I think um, mental health is going to be an issue right across the planet. So there's lots of places that uh, can help. And one of those is attached to Truck, which is Transradio UK. And it's called... Trans Radio UK listens, and um, I've got Lucy Clark with us. Uh, Lucy, um, do you actually run it? Yes. So I set it up and yeah, sort of um, control it from from this end. So uh, so yes, I, I yeah do run it. Okay. Um, what give you the idea, Lucy, to set up something like this? So with Trans Radio UK, especially with um, lockdown a year ago. We kind of, obviously a lot of people was, was then coming onto the station, which was great. Um, and they, they was, but we found people were reaching out. Whilst we, we had the chat room, so people sort of can communicate um, that way. And, and there's quite a, quite a community within the, within the chat room. Um, you know, sometimes there's, there's stuff on there that people can't talk about, or, you know, people might have issues, etc., etc. And we found as a, um, you know, as a, as a radio station, that lots of people were were coming to us for support, um, and whilst we was trying to support them, it wasn't. You know, obviously we we we're a radio station, so we we wasn't set up for that. Um, so we kind of was looking into it. The people were obviously trusting uh, uh, the the Trans Radio UK brand and, and felt that they could um, come and talk to us and uh, you know reach out to us. Uh, and we kind of thought, well, if we're going to do this, we need to do it properly and professionally because, A, you don't want to, you know, say the wrong thing to someone at the wrong time, etc., etc. So we kind of looked into it that, you know, we need to get something that's that's done properly with the right people in place um, and the right structure. And, and we kind of thought that we, that we had been thinking about this for a while, but the actual original plan was not to launch it until 2021. Um, but with the amount of people that were reaching out to us, it was obviously, you know, there, there was a need for the service. So we uh, we decided to, to bring it forward and we launched it last year as a, um, a, a, it was a message service to start with. So they'd have to text text a number to, to speak to um, one of our team mm-hmm. and it'd be, it become a text base. But we, we found that 96% of the people that had contacted us wanted it to turn into a com uh, a telephone conversation which we yeah. which was fine 
and you know we, we we did that and all the 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 people that were with us were all fine you know if people want to want to you know communicate over the phone verbally then you know they was all happy to do that and we was like right well rather than us do it that way we, I, it's obvious that a lot of people would rather physically talk to somebody um, rather than over the the text or whatsapp so we've now now we're in a position you know we've we've evolved it so it's now a telephone service where people um will ring up to speak to a member of the team but we've also incorporated these the same number as a whatsapp so for example you know if, if people still want to would rather keep the communication on a text base they still do have that option um so that's kind of how it's evolved over the the sort of six seven eight months that it's um, been up and running it sounds like there must have been a lot of uh, research and background work that went on um for you and others before this launched is it something that took a lot of sort of time and, and a lot of conversations to get to the point where you were able to launch it yeah we well as i say we did rush it through the plan was to 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 do a, a launch for it for this year and stuff um, so we we kind of set up um, a, a, a system that we could use straight away uh, via the, the, the text-based system which wasn't what didn't need obviously all the the telephones everybody to have their own telephone mm. and 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 how the system would work it, it would all come through to kind of a web-based system so we, we that's why we started off um, as a text base, which originally it was, you know, we was probably we was looking at it being a, a telephone based system, but because we had to rush it out, it was a case of look, we need to we need to get a service out for them. So that's why we went on that that uh, that route, and then that's allowed us to kind of evolve and see as well how that went and worked, and sort of to, to then bring it forward to um, the the system that we've got in place for it today. It's brilliant that the um, feedback that was given by the people that were receiving support um, from from you guys uh, was really taken on board and that you were able to sort of listen to that and then put something in place. Um, I think with a lot of services, that's what they all you know strive to do is really listen to the people um, and act on, on what they're saying. You know, going from a tech service to a listening service um, is obviously going to be really, really useful for people. Yeah, I think uh, as I say, it was we went with the text service to start with because of the cost yeah. and and, uh, and and just obviously you know getting getting a system where you've got the different counsellors because we've obviously not got a main office that the, you know the team come to, so they they're all working remotely. So sort of it allowed us to get that system in place, but the people. Had the had it worked, you know, if if everyone had wanted it to stay tech space, then maybe we wouldn't have evolved it. But because people that, that were contacting us were, you know, oh, is there somebody we can talk to? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we're like, yeah, of course. And and it was just like, well, rather than putting them people in a position where they have to ask, it was great that we've now given them the option that they could mm-hmm. just ring, and you know, there'll be a, a member of the team there to pick the phone up. Is it run um, completely by volunteers? Yes, every, every all, all the team are volunteers, um, and they're all um, either trained in counselling, and we have certain counsellors uh, that specialise in, um, you know, certain different fields. And yeah, everyone, the whole the whole team is, um, the, the, yeah. There's not no paid staff at all. Mm. Everyone's a volunteer and gives up their time, um, you know, just to to help the community. That's amazing. Has it been busy? Has there been a lot of people calling in and, and needing the service? 
it's a kind of yeah when when lockdown was was on um it was it was it, you know quite busy especially when the lockdown was announced and, mm. uh, and, and stuff like that it, it kind of, it kind of had fits and troughs so we might then go a few days with no um, calls or texts and then you'll get another day where you're gonna get five six or however many but what people are doing now as well and it's great because we are it, it, it's, it's advertised truck listens because everybody needs to talk sometime mm and people can ring about anything and it's all totally mm. confidential and we've started to get people that are, uh, are ringing or whatsapping us just for, for for advice because they they don't they're not quite sure where to go to mm. um, so, so so it's kind of whereas you know it's an advice thing as well now uh, as well as a service that's there for for people that you know because uh, as the tag tagline is you know because everybody needs to talk sometime mm. and they do and we make sure that we've got now got that provision that there is always somebody there you know even when some people think that there may not be yeah and I think what's also so unique and special about this service is it is obviously there for for trans people um and um uh, but I'm sure is it open for all LGBTQIA people or is it mainly there for trans people or what what is it you know what's the main focus of it okay so yeah any anyone can ring so it's not you know it's not um there's no there's no screening Mm. involved obviously it's a service from trans radio uk um so so everyone of the team on this side that will answer the calls are either transgender or fully aware of a lot of the issues that transgender Mm. people face so that's that's we we are kind of aimed at the trans non-binary um um, non-gender conforming people so we can't, we are aimed at that and we've got the people that, that, that will understand the issues that sort of transgender people will face brilliant but yeah, it's not it's not a, it's not that is that's what it's aimed for but we're not gonna we're not gonna yeah, anyone can bring it's there for anyone you know that's that, good that needs somebody to talk to mm, that's good to hear Lucy um, what's the age range of people calling in um I don't know because we do because it's because of the how the service is basically it's over 18 if mm. if if we suspect and we do kind of uh, ask you know uh, are you over 18 if they are under 18 then we're gonna direct them to mermaids because mm. mermaids um you know have people that are specialists with transgender children and the issues mm. Um, that that also, you know, and, and is an amazing service. So mm-hmm. generally, anyone that contacts us will be over eighteen. And from the experience, as I say, without obviously with the, the you know data protection and stuff, we yeah, it's a wide range of ages. Mm-hmm. I would say anything from eighteen to well, there's no no upper limit. We've had you know I know from my experience that we've I've had a, a wide range of of people that have contacted us from you know different ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. so yeah anyone that's over 18 really 
That's brilliant. And believe it or not, we're already uh, <laughs> coming to the near the end of the interview, Lisa. But what I did want to say was, um, is that I really think it, it's so important that a service like this is there um, for people who need to talk for when they need to talk. Because although counselling is amazing and there's services like Talk to the Rainbow uh, Counselling Services, for example, in Bristol, um, you know, those things can take even just a couple of weeks. They're not often immediate, whereas this is immediate. You know, when people need that support in that moment, there is somebody there who understands um, and who can empathise and listen without there also being a cost because as we know so many people especially through lockdown are really struggling financially but they shouldn't have to struggle um, to be listened to so thank thank you for what you're doing because it really is um, a wonderful charity could you give us the contact information please yeah so the website is www.trucklistens.org um, these contacts by email it's info at trucklistens.org and our socials um, Insta uh, Twitter and Facebook if you are all at trucklistens so if you just just search for trucklistens on any of the socials you should find us brilliant thank you Lucy and of course to all our listeners shout out can be heard on um, on truck every Friday at midday Lucy Clark thank you very much thank you for having me Shout out LGBT radio for you The Shout Out Podcast That's a Sing It Out by Fortunate uh, which is uh, as in like four number well not literally F-O-U-R-Tunate That's quite a cool name actually I found that one just lurking lurking around um, um, on my music show with my husband so it must be the one he bought I quite like that it's it's, uh, quite quite um, summery it it reminds me of some of the older tracks but uh, anyway we're going to go back in history a little bit now and uh, find out all about someone called Roberta Cowell And welcome back to another episode of Queer Story. Today I'm sharing with you the story of Roberta Bessie Cowell, who was the first trans woman to undergo pioneering gender reassignment surgery in Britain. But after a brief moment in the spotlight in the 1950s, she withdrew from public life entirely and died in obscurity. I'd like to mention here that it was Michael Dillon who was the first person in the world to transition from female to male through hormones and surgery. Dillon, well, he was from an aristocratic family and pre-transition led the women's rowing team to many victories while at Oxford University in the 30s. Dillon began using testosterone in 1940 and succeeded in getting his birth certificate changed to reflect his gender in 1944. Nine years later, Dylan had genital reconstruction surgery carried out by the leading plastic surgeon, Sir Harold Gillies, at his hospital, Rooksdown House, near Basingstoke. Meanwhile, Dylan himself trained and qualified as a doctor. If you're interested in Dylan's story, there's some great literature online, but for now I'd like to move the focus back to Roberta Cowell. Who was she and what was her life like? To be honest, it was so full and so interesting that it was difficult to know where to begin. 
Roberta Cow was naturally left-handed but forced to use the right hand at a young age. The child of a decorated war hero, knight of the realm and honorary surgeon to King George, born in the final year of World War I in 1918 and ten years before women were given the right to vote, Cowell became an ace fighter pilot who crash-landed in the heart of occupied territory in World War II. Fires and tiger moss over the front line, risking death every time the plane took off. Moreover, just a year after being released from a prison of war camp, Cowell was back racing, a driver that resulted in over 400 race wins and Grand Prix events. Happiness, however, had become alien. I would ponder on deep philosophical questions, Cal said. Who am I? What am I? Just four years after being a POW, Roberta was finally able to be herself, and from then on was known to everyone as Roberta or Betty, first known legal British trans woman in history. In 1948, before more famous cases such as April Ashley and Christine Jorgensen, before the war, she was known as Bob, and Carol herself joked in her autobiography that one of the trickiest parts of undergoing gender reassignment was knowing which pronoun to use. She had been a racing driver competing at Brooklands in Surrey and in the Belgium Grand Prix. Later, Carol became a fighter pilot flying Tiger Moss and Spitfires. When her plane was shot down, she was captured and interned in Stalag Luft. At the height of Roberta Cowell's celebrity status in 1954, her face adorned the cover of Britain's popular Picture Post magazine. When her story appeared in a newspaper, I received 400 proposals, some of them married, she said in an interview for the Sunday Times of London in 1972. I could have had titles, money, the lot, because she was an open trans woman who was willing to tell her story. Her transition and all of the yearnings and hopes that came with it involved hormone treatments and surgeries, despite what some regarded in straight-laced 1950s Britain as flouting contemporary laws. Since May 18th, 1951, I have been Roberta Cowell, female, she pronounced in her autobiography. I have become woman physically, psychologically, glandularly and legally. In an article by the New York Times, it was said that after World War II, she developed an interest in the idea of a combination of hormone therapy and surgery to more closely align her body with her gender identity. This had been reinforced by a book called Self, a Study in Ethics and Endocrinology, 1946, by Michael Dillon, a medical student whom she sought out in 1950. Carol wrote in her autobiography, Roberta Cowell's story, that during their meeting over lunch, Dylan revealed that he had himself changed his gender identity through doses of testosterone and gender-affirming surgery. Together they agreed that he would help her transition by performing a procedure that was prohibited under so-called mayhem laws, forbidding the intentional disfiguring of men who would otherwise qualify to serve in the military. If discovered, Dylan would almost certainly have been prevented from completing his studies to become a physician. The operation thus was conducted in great secrecy and its success enabled Cal to seek medical affidavits to have her birth gender formally re-registered as female. Soon afterwards, Cal became a patient of Harold Gillies, a pioneer of plastic surgery who had performed gender-affirming surgery on Dylan, according to the book The First Man Made Man, the story of two sex changes, love affair and a 20th century medical revolution. If it gives real happiness, Gillies wrote of his procedures, that is the most that any surgeon or medicine can give. By several accounts, Dylan fell deeply in love with Cal, but she ultimately rejected his proposal of marriage. 
There is so much more to Roberta's story and so I shall end part one here, but we'll continue with part two in two weeks time. I hope you found Roberta's story as fascinating as I have. So don't forget to tune in to Shout Out every Thursday at 7pm on BCFM, as well as listening to the pods via most podcast providers. If you have any feedback, please tweet us at, at shoutout underscore radio and a big thanks to the Independent, the New York Times and the Sportsman for writing some truly brilliant articles on this fascinating woman. information about Shoutout Radio, visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Shoutout. LGBT radio for you. The Shoutout Podcast. Perfect combination, that one. Uh, that's Avicii uh, with uh, Leona Lewis and that's called Collide. A few years old now. That It took a long time to actually get out into the charts because it was a mashup they did, I think, in BBC Radio 1's uh, Live Lounge. Um, or something like that and, and then they had the whole battle over licensing because both of them really wanted to release it but they got there and it came out and now you get to enjoy it too <laughs> so sadly I think very um, nice piece of music am I correct in saying I think Avicii passed away recently didn't he yes yes that's a, a, ago, yeah. a real shame I mean his music is just like gorgeous yes left a lovely legacy mm. of brilliant dance music yeah. a bit, right. bit like Robert Miles as well he was another very influential similar um, yeah who yeah. passed away far too soon yes yeah, yeah absolutely it's been a packed show tonight it's been really good I've enjoyed myself I love the music tonight yeah, it's been, been, been a, an eclectic mix, isn't it? So yes. <laughs> we like an eclectic mix. That's always good. Yeah. So. Well, we all try and pick different songs, and, and really we all have different tastes, don't we? So mm. yes, and and uh, I have to say congratulations to uh, Glitterbeam um, again uh, going on DAB. That's uh, phenomenal. Yeah, I think that happens in June um, up in uh, Newcastle. Yeah, oh, fabulous. So we get road trip gradually more and more LGBT. <laughs> That's what we like to know. Yeah, yep. so we'll, we'll be a lot by June. I hope we won't be back in this in, in our real studio yeah. as opposed to our virtual one by then. Maybe yeah, we oh should gosh. ask them if we could do a live show and all go up. Oh. <laughs> Finish work at five. Be up there by seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might, might be have to take a holiday, yes. <laughs> so. We're taking interpreter. Yeah. Well, well we're still, we're still of course, um, we're waiting to hear what's happening with Bristol Pride this year as well. Um, I don't know if you saw, the, the Bristol Post have announced it's happening as an outdoor event, uh, but we've yet to have it confirmed by Bristol Pride. Um, so we're, we're waiting on that. But, yeah. Um, um, don't want to get anyone's hopes up mouth. yet until we've actually yeah, yeah. had it confirmed confirmed but uh, that'd be amazing wouldn't it it would be yes yeah. be great so, hopefully the sun will be out and we'll mm. have, have a, a good day yeah a lot more unlockdowns on their way I think the next big one is 12th of April I think uh, hopefully yes is that where the hairdressers open I think it might be actually I, I'm not sure I, I, think, I think it's desperately I think, I think I think it's pubs that pubs and outside uh, venues can open oh. outdoor spaces, but I'm not. Sh- I think and I think shops can open. I'm not sure whether personal services like hairdressers can. 
at that moment. Right. Um, um, you, you'll have to untie someone, Terry, and get them to cut your hair. It's... I will. I will. <laughs> and, of course, over in, over in Wales, it's slightly different. I think more businesses are already open. It's a slightly uh, yeah, yeah, they the You can go anywhere in Wales now, can't you? Um, but, only but only of Wales. inside Wales. Only inside yeah. Wales. You can't yeah, leave. You're not allowed to... That, that, and here, it's still, I believe, the advice is no longer stay at home, it's stay local. Yes. So local things for local people. Someone will remember what that's from, I'm sure. Oh, yes. <laughs> Gentlemen. Uh, Royston Vasey, so, is it mm, not? Yes, indeed. So, Are you still there, by the way, Steph? Where are you gone? I am. Oh. Um, I'm looking to see whether um, uh, nail salons are open. Oh. Thinking of how your nails done, Steph? Oh, desperately. <laughs> yeah, I've got. Me too. Um, I've got coffee shop nails at the moment. <laughs> coffee shop nails. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, do, do what, I want to know? Coffee, <laughs> co- coffee stained nails? Or? No, 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 no. When I worked in Starbucks for a while, um, this, uh, your nails just get ripped to shreds. Ah. Um, so yeah. So my nails. You're not supposed to put them in the coffee grinder, you know. It's the, you're supposed to put the coffee beans <laughs> in the coffee grinder. That's where I was grinder. going wrong. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it for this week. Um, as we keep saying, do remember we are looking for more people to get involved with the show. Um, if you know someone or you're interested yourself, please, please do get in touch with us. It's not just about being on air. There are loads of roles available across Shoutout, so please get in touch by emailing studio at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Next week, we're having a Ramadan rainbow. That should be fun. Uh, From myself, from Terry, from Steph, from Andy, and from Hans, say bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Shoutout. LGBT Radio for you.